every word that comes from the mouth of God. Say every word. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written. Come on, if you got a pen, you might want to underline this part. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. In other words, be of his assistance. Help him. Attend to him only. Then the devil left him. And angels came and attended him. Look at your neighbor. Tell him this. For it is written. Worship the Lord your God. And serve him. Give God some praise for that. He's telling us. Look. Worship the Lord, your God, and serve Him. Have you ever been in a situation where you literally had to stand before the enemy and battle face to face? Come on, some of us know what I'm talking about. Jesus is in the wilderness. The creator of heaven and earth. We know what the Word says. John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, even Slewfoot. Without Him, there was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light... It shines in the darkness. Sometimes you can stand before the devil and he can't comprehend who you are. But Jesus walks us through this thing. This is what gets me. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. We have to realize that when we read that, that it was the Holy Spirit that led Jesus. We have to understand and know that sometimes you got to go into the wilderness and have a standoff, foot to foot, toe to toe, face to face. 
See, Jesus, when, when this was happening to him, he had to go and have a standoff. Come on, because he was in class to get his degree. See, nothing comes easy. But God directs our steps. See, it's easy to make decisions based on what we want because a lot of times we don't want to go and face the issue. But you're frustrated. You hadn't spoke to the issue. So guess what? The issue does. It remains. So you've just prolonged your issue. Whether, rather than having the peace of the Lord and the joy of the Lord, you'd rather be frustrated. See, it's easy to make decisions on what we think and what we feel, but we have to be led by the Spirit of God. And our emotions don't always tell us the right thing. You're going to be led by your emotions and, and you'll be jacked up. You have to be careful. When you're led by your emotions, throw this out there, and by your lust. Because a lot of times, what we think is not always what it is. Hebrews 4 and 12 says that God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. In other words, it cuts coming and that word cuts when it's going. Dividing soul and spirit and judging the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. So God knows. God was saying to me this morning, he says, either it's your will or your way. Which one would you choose? I woke up, I told my wife, I said, I ain't sleep at all last night because uh, of the way I've been working in, 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 and I want to hear God I want more of what God has for us so in other words God's words gives us wisdom for right now whatever you're going through He gives us wisdom to deal with our right now but we got to have the right attitude of our heart I learned as we get older, we're going to deal with some things and some people. But realize that those things were there to develop you. To bring you into who God says you are and to line you up with God's destiny and to line you up with God's plan. We see why Jesus is here being led to be tempted. Understand that this was for his maturity. See, we want to blame God for, oh Lord, the devil, the devil, the devil. Let me tell you, the only reason you're facing him is to get you over this hurdle. You've been looking at it too long. You keep blaming the devil and, the, and God is saying, why won't you listen to me? Why won't you submit to me? Until you submit to me, he'll be standing right there. See, there's a way that God can use Satan to get you back in line. There's a thing called a reprobate mind. Where God will literally loose him till you come back to your senses. Anybody been there? I got a t-shirt. 
Job. You know why God, Jesus did this? It's to show us that if he can do it, that we can do it. And it's for us to understand that what happens to us when we are tempted, that this is literally part of his love. Because he's shown us there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing that you are going through that Christ did not die for. Oh, how he loves us. It's challenging sometimes to discern if what we want is in line with what God's word says. But we're in a season now that we have to make up our mind that I want what God's got for me more than anything. So there are times in our lives when we are led into the wilderness to be tempted and tested. All of this is so that we can become stronger. Verse 2 tells us that after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. See, we, we say we hungry. We ain't never been really hungry. Because we wouldn't be so round if we was really hungry. How many of you know that hungry people will do anything for food? Temptation. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's people who have given their daughters away because they were hungry. You don't ever know what you might do if you're really, really hungry. But this was Jesus' first sign. See, sometimes this is our first sign of our own weaknesses. When you become hungry, people that's hungry will do anything. Sometimes you overwork. Can't think right. Sometimes you're stressed. You want to give up. But you made your mind up to fight. So you got to stand. But you're tired. See the tempter. Verse 3. The tempter came to him and said. If you are the son of God. Tell these stones. To become bread. This is what Satan did. What did he do about it? What will you do when you recognize that the enemy is firing shots at you? You're going to be led by your flesh and fight with your fist? Or you're going to be led by your spirit and begin to intercede? And let the Holy Spirit with groanings and utterance pray? Here he is. He could have really just went off. Remember that if you return fire or go along with the devil's suggestions, 
you lose something. And if you do nothing, you're likely to get hurt. So with the Lord our God, we don't have to lose nothing. I say with the Lord our God, we don't have to lose anything. You're basically in a win-win situation if you know who he is and know who you are. So the first thing is we recognize the devil and his tactics. He was coming at Jesus. Secondly, we, we have to remember. I use one of Michelle's words. The empowerment zone. Recognize that you have a force field. And you have to put up this force field, which is the word of God. So when the enemy comes at you, you ain't got to say what you think. Tell him what God said. So Jesus shows us this, how to utilize his power. Ephesians 6.1, put on the full armor of God. Look at your neighbor, tell him, put it on. It says, so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. Why? Because for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Verse 4, Jesus answered, it is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Another arrow. So here we see the enemy, he shoots again, but it bounces back off because of the force. He said, it is written. It is written. So now the, the enemy is going to take we got to realize that he's going to come at you. But he's not going to quit if you decide not to stand. But if you stand face to face, toe to toe, watch what's going to happen after a while. Verse 5, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. Yeah, he's going to try to use his words. What the word says back at him. Psalms tells us this, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him again. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Well, here we go. He shoots again. A fiery dart. Another arrow. Thinking that Jesus was weak and hungry. Look at your neighbor. Tell him it's not what it looks like. Verse 8, again the devil took him to the high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor all this I will give you he said if you bow down and worship me 
man gain this whole world and lose his soul to worship you? Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan. He didn't yell. He didn't holler. He spoke it. What did he speak? He spoke what was written. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Verse 11, then the devil left. Let's look at James 4 and 7. See, we, we have to look at, at how Jesus was fighting. James 4 and 7 says this. Submit yourselves. He'll fight your battle. If you submit yourself. Then to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. The verse finishes out. And the angels came. And ministered. And attended to him. Look at your neighbor. Tell him for it is written. Worship. Ooh, that sounded good. Worship the Lord your God. Why? Because there's power in your worship. See, see, he fired at him. But Jesus had already submitted his will to the Father's will. And so, when the enemy comes to do damage to you, remember to worship. Remember that, that, that Satan wants you to worship him. So, sometime when you're in the fire... It may get just a little bit hot. So realize that the enemy, he comes and he attacks you when your mind is not on who God is. I, I bless God that I have this year alarm system built on the inside of me. I know when I'm getting ready to mess up. I, 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 why? Because I, I began hearing worship songs. It's crazy. It's my choice whether I want to listen to the angels or I want to listen to my flesh. Can I be truthful? Sometimes the flesh wins. God saved our soul. He did not save this flesh. My flesh is enmity with God. It does not want to submit to God. Neither will it. So we have to remind ourselves sometimes. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I walk above, not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. There's more to me than this. So when, when our relationships, husbands, wives, get under attack, most of the time it's because she ain't spent no time with me. He ain't talked to me right. And we tired. We get tired because what we want is more time with each other. 
But when ha what happens is we got the children to worry about, the, the house note, the car note, everything, the house and the, the yard and the everything. Not realizing, hey, look, he's standing over there with it, pulling this bow. <laughs> if I could get him to, to, to divide, I'll have him. So when the enemy comes to 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 your house, now th this is what my uncle taught me a long time ago. He says you can have the enemy in the house with one leg. He can't walk. He can't move. He said, "Boy, when that woman come and give him another leg, it's gonna be trouble." And that goes both ways. But we have to recognize that, you know, um, try the spirit by the spirit. Sometimes I said, my wife, she'll fuss at me. Put me in place. You know I love old knuckle itself. Oh, y'all ain't been there. Y'all ain't been there. You ain't been there. You going there. But we have to recognize and try the spirit by the spirit and recognize what spirit it is and recognize that everybody smiling in your face ain't for you and ain't your friend. I met people that literally said, Apostle, I love you. But I go behind your back. I ain't talking about unsaved folk. I'm talking about church folk. Well, how did God tell you to do this last week and, and all of a sudden God has forgotten what he said? Try the Spirit by the Spirit and you'll know what Spirit it is. I've never tried, neither will I, force people to come to church and to come to Bible study. But I'll say this. If I say you need to come it's because there's a word for you but if you don't want it you don't have to take it because just like Jesus did sometimes God will put you in a situation release the old slew foot on you to where then I got to get a word I got to get some understanding you see people sitting in church crying and, and, and crying. A lot of times it's because, Lord, I used to hear you, but I don't hear you no more. Suffering in silence. <laughs> you know, I watch people. And I watched a lot of you all that that are here, that's been here for 10 years or a little more. And I watch how you've discovered God. How you came in and how you have grown and how you have discovered God all for yourself. And how you've made the decision that God, I want to follow you. And, and the thing is, I, I watch and see how God has answered so many of your prayers. 
I watch how God has restored families. I see how God has healed some of you. I, I see how God has blessed many of you beyond measure. Beyond measure. You know what I found out? I believe it's the, because of the way you worship. I believe it's because you've made up your mind. Whatever I'm going through today, God, I'm going to get the Kingdom Harvest Worship Center and I'm going to lift my hands in the presence of my enemies and I'm going to rise above my situation. Why? Because in your presence is the fullness of joy, Lord. I really believe it is because of the way that we worship. when you recognize when you're fighting your battles and you recognize that if God be for you who could be against you see the, the enemy is right now he's confused because some of you have been through some stuff that nobody knows anything about and you're still standing he, he want to know now I know I fired at her by 150 times and, and what you mean she's still going to lift her hands see Jesus said this worship the Lord thy God and him only don't worship the house don't worship the cars and don't worship your children hello somebody Recognize that when you praise, it pushes the enemy back. Recognize when you worship, it pushes the enemy back. Enemy back. Why? Because it ain't to him. <laughs> it's not to you, Satan. You might have trick and trick and treated, <laughs> tricked me, and thought that it was a treat, because that's what he does. Come on, let me just give you a little of this. Being entertained. Calling my flesh. So the spirit is warring against your flesh. Come over, come back over here. Your flesh, come back over here. Come back over here. You know this is home. You don't even belong over there. Until you recognize where you belong, you're gonna still be fighting that that image, that relationship. Come on, sometimes we need to say, Lord, loose the baggage. And that too. Watch this. Remember against all Satan tactics and strategies that your best spiritual weapon is the blood. It's the name and it's the word. It's the word. See, Satan cannot stand to be in the presence of praise and neither can he stand in the presence of worship because it brings God's very presence. 
Stand with me. Stand with me. What did, what, what did the scripture say? To, to worship the Lord thy God. Brandon, I want you to just be calm for a minute. I want you to, to just pick this up. Because we're not, we're not finished yet. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Worship team, if you got your mics. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Be saved. Call upon, call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. And be saved. Come on, can you lift that to him again? Call upon, call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. And be saved. Come on, let's let that worship rise. Call upon, call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. And be saved. Call upon the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. When you're in trouble, just call. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Come on, just a little bit higher. Call upon the name. Call upon the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. 
Remember his words. Call upon the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. And be saved. Call upon the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. His blood has power. Call upon the name of the Lord. His name has power. Call upon the name of the Come on, I want you to just celebrate them right there. Come on, I know y'all want to go in. But we ain't finished yet. Come on, son, bring it down, bring it down. Come on, you can be seated. You can be seated. Right in your battle. In the midst of your fiery furnace. Call upon the name of the Lord. See, see, worship is not just singing and praise and lifting your hands. Worship is knowing who God is. In your life, when your hands are empty or when your hands are full. You got to understand that, that, that true worship happens when you have a revelation of who he is and who he's not. But I know who he is. I know him as Jehovah Rapha, my healer. He'll never have to show me again that he's a healer. But you know why he healed me? So that I could tell somebody else. I, I, I know that he is my Jehovah Jireh, my provider, because he provides for me so that I could tell somebody else. See, worship starts on the inside of you. And it'll bubble up on the outside it'll come out in tears sometimes and sometimes it's even worse than that y'all know how we get it's a cleansing Jesus said worship the Lord he was right after the battle right after the battle Right after he went through what he went through and the darts was fired at him, he reminds Satan what God's word says. It is written. Sometimes we don't need to fight. We don't need to cry. We don't need to get aggravated. All we need to do is Satan, look, it's written. It's written. It's written. It's written. So any time we come in 
It seems like we can't get it right. See, that, them days that you come in and you can't get it right to get into your worship and can't get in your praise, that's a sacrifice. Why? Because you broke through that thing that was holding you back. That stronghold. No, you ain't going to praise him today. Your body don't feel right. You don't look right. You're half nappy. You're too fat. You're too black. You're too white. You're too ugly. That low self-esteem. Y'all know how oh, I don't want to wear this. Ain't got the right clothes on. They ain't got nothing to do with your worship. Some of us, we can open our closet up. We got, Lord knows Jesus, I'm talking about myself. I know I got 25, 30, 40, 50 shirts in there. Suits and shoes. And I can look at it sometimes and I say, ain't got nothing to wear. When there's people that's, that's got nothing. But you know what I look at? I recognize who God is in our lives. And I don't worry about it no more. I say I don't worry about it no more. I understand that he's going to be with us always. I understand that he's the first and the last, the only begotten. And he is the end. I recognize that he's the keeper of all creation. And the creator of all of us. He is the architect of the universe. I understand that he manages it at all times. I understand that he has always been. And that he always will be. Unmoved. Unchanged. Undefeated. And never undone. I understand that he will, when, 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 when he was bruised, it was to bring us healing. I understand that when he was pierced, it was so that he could ease my pain. I understand that when he was persecuted, he bought us freedom. He was dead and he brought us to life. I believe that he was risen so that he could bring us power. I believe that he reigns and he brings us peace. I believe, church. I believe it. Come on, let that go up. Loose that right there. I hear the tongues. I hear the tongues begin to be loosed. Hallelujah, Jesus. See, the world can't understand him. The armies can't defeat him. The, coo- the schools can't explain him. And the leaders in this world right now, the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, they can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. The Pharisees couldn't confuse him. And the people couldn't hold him. Nero, he couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The New Age can't replace him. And Oprah can't explain him. He's a great and mighty God. His goodness and kindness, gentleness. Oh, God is just so good. Come on, stand to your feet. I'm going to close this time. His righteousness, his mighty power, and his pure love for all of us. His will is unchanging. And you have to realize that his mind is stayed on you. No matter what you're going through, know that he's your savior. Know that he's your God. Know that he is your joy. Know that he is your peace. 
See, to really worship him in spirit and truth, you got to know who he is. He is my joy. He is my comfort. He is my Lord. And he rules my life. Doesn't look matter what it looks like I'm going through. He is my king, my Lord of lords. I serve him because of his bond of love. I serve him because his burden is light. And his goal for me is to have an abundant life. Exceedingly above all that I can ever ask or think. According to the power that's working in me. Thank you God for the Holy Spirit. So you have to follow him because his wisdom is very wise. Word of God said, and he's the only wise God. The power of the powerful. He is the ancient of days, the ruler of rulers, the leader of leaders, the overseer of the overseers, and is to come. And try this one on for size. We have a relationship with him through all of this through all that you've been through through all the times the enemy wanted you to die through all the times that he put sickness on your body through all the times that he wanted you to lose your mind to lose your house to lose your cars to lose your children to lose your family God says if I be for you I'm not worried when I fall he lifts me up when I fall he lifts me up. When I fall, he forgives me. When I'm weak, he makes me strong. And when I'm lost, he is the way. So you gotta know who you are. When I'm afraid, he is my courage. When I'm stumbling, he steadies me. When I'm hurt, he heals me. And when I'm broken, he mends me. When I'm blind, he allows me to see. When God, thank you, Jesus. There's so much that he's done for us. So it doesn't matter what Satan is trying to do in your life right now. It's all a memory. Satan just wants you to remember when. Remember how he held you. Remember when you did this. Remember how you were addicted to this. Remember how you loved this. No, no, no. He leads me when I'm hungry. He feeds me when I face trials. Understand that he's with me when I face persecution. He shields me when I face problems. He comforts me when I face loss. He provides for me when I face death. He carries me home. He is everything for everybody everywhere every time and in every way he is God he is faithful he is the I am and I am his and he is mine Russell give me some the father in heaven can whip has whipped the father of this world he's whipped him church he said it and that settles it so understand why I'm secure in my worship. Understand why I cry. Understand why I lift my hands. Understand why he's the king of kings. Every day. Every day. 
God is blessing us. Every hour, God is blessing us. Every day, God is blessing us. He wants us to be His. And we are His. We are His. Every day, He wants a closer walk with us. Every day, He's fighting for us to be closer to Him. Every day, every day, church, every day, every day, He's making intercession for us. Call upon the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. And he said, Come on, will you lift your hands with me? Will you just lift your hands with me? trouble, God. I call your name, Lord. Lord, when I'm going through, God, I'll call on your name, Lord. And I'll be saved. Call upon his name. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon his name. Thank you for listening to our episode of Kingdom Harvest Worship Center, 1054 Reynolds Pond Road, Aiken, South Carolina. Have a blessed day.